You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church. Uh, welcome to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. This is Corey Jenkins, student pastor here at Carterville. Um, we have not done and recorded a podcast in a hot minute. But every Friday from today, July 21st, um, our student ministry has decided that we're going to do a podcast. We're going to call it Student Ministry Fridays, hosted by the Carville Church Life Podcast, um, where we're going to talk about what's going on in our student ministry, um, all the ways that the Lord's working. We're going to talk about um, man, teen culture and what's going on in the current climate of being a teenager and adolescence. Um, Aaron, we're going to have tons of opportunities to host um, professional counselors, uh, parents who have uh, done the seasons of parenting a teenager, um, and helping our current parents in student ministry parenting their teenagers have some perspective of parenting a teenager. So super pumped. Um, but we're kicking off the Student Ministry Fridays with actually an interview with our new Student Ministry intern, Ben Arnett. So welcome to the podcast, Ben. I hope you're excited about being the first uh, podcast episode for the Student Ministry Fridays. Um, so Ben, you are going to hop in with us as a Student Ministry intern, and I'm super pumped, man. Um, just excited to see how the Lord's going to work. Tell us about a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Yeah, absolutely, Corey. Um, I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for letting me be on here. Super, super great opportunity. Uh, again, my name is Ben. I am from Picayune, Mississippi. Um, I grew up outside of Atlanta, Georgia, but I've been living in Picayune since I was in about eighth grade. Um, I live with my parents, my mom, Elaine Arnett, my dad, Brad Arnett. He is a seminary professor at Luther Rice College and Seminary, and he's an interim pastor at Big Level Baptist Church in Wiggins. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of where I'm at, a little bit of my story. And, yeah, I'm going to college here at William Carey University, studying Christian ministries, and I'm a member here at Carterville, have been for a while now. Um, going into my sophomore year, been attending the college ministry and helping out with student ministry as much as I can um, throughout my freshman year of college. And, yeah, just super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey with following Jesus. You know, where did that begin, your salvation story? You know, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I grew up in a Christian home, of course. My dad was a professor and a pastor for a lot of my life. And so I was taught the Bible. I was brought to church uh, pretty much my entire life. Um, but as a kid, I wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. I did not want to go to church. I wanted nothing to do with God. I wanted nothing to do with the things of Christianity. Uh, my parents would read me Bible stories and I would just look at them and say, I don't want to hear this. I don't believe in it and I'm not going to believe in it, mm. which was of course, pretty disconcerting for my parents, uh, as some of you that are parents can probably imagine, um, being a pastor and having your six-year-old kid be a complete and total atheist and not want to have anything to do with church. But when I was seven years old, uh, I distinctly remember it. God had been working on me, and I remember going one Wednesday night to church, and the gospel just clicked. And I realized that I was a sinner. I realized that I was in need of salvation. I saw the evidence of God and Christ in the world and working in the church, seeing how the people worshiped. And I believed it was the Holy Spirit entered into me. And I talked to my dad that night. I was like, hey, 
I know that I'm a sinner. I get it now. I believe it now. I want to be saved. I want to be redeemed from that. And so that night I was saved. I was eventually baptized. Um, and as a older kid, I slowly but surely started to grow in my faith. And um, in 11th grade, the next big thing that God started to do with me, had a lot of challenges through middle school, um, struggled with a lot of things, but I got involved in my youth group, uh, which was at Roseland Park Baptist Church in Picayune when I moved there. And in 11th grade, we, because of the COVID year, went to church camp with just our youth group. Uh, we normally went to Fuge, which has a bunch of different churches there, but because of COVID, we couldn't, of course. And so we went with just our youth group. And I got to watch really closely and see how God uh, really brought our youth group together and how he worked really powerfully in some of the students that were visiting with us. Um, and through just seeing God work at that church camp and seeing what he did in the lives of those students, he kind of used that to kind of tug at my heart and point at me and say, hey, this is this is what I do through my gospel, through my scripture, and this is what I want to do through you. Um, I kind of want you to go into ministry. And at first, I was really scared of that, and I was really confused by that. But eventually, God just kept leading me and showing me, and I kept learning through different opportunities in my youth group to teach and to share scripture and to help serve um, and eventually led me to surrender to ministry. And now I am going, of course, to college and pursuing that. Um, been working church camp, been helping teach and share scripture in church as much as I can. And yeah, that's really the way I'm following Jesus now. But that's a little bit of my testimony. Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, you saw your dad do ministry all the time. I yes, mean, absolutely. A seminary professor. I mean, was there ever a moment where you're like, uh, I don't want to do ministry. I oh, mean. absolutely. Yes. I, I absolutely had moments where I was like, yeah, I just want to grow up and I just want to live a normal life and just, you know, go to church and just be the normal guy and do something different. There was all kind of different stuff that I thought about doing as yeah. a kid. I had a lot of, a lot of ideas, a lot of plans. Um, mm. and so when I initially felt the call to ministry, um, and, of course, it was a really gradual thing, so God had been working on me, and I was a lot more open to the idea of it at that point because I had yeah. the opportunity to serve in the church. But, of course, I struggled with all kinds of doubts as to whether I was worthy to do it, as to whether I was going to be able to do it, my ability to actually stand up in front of people and teach, of course. Mm -hmm. And seeing all of what my family did and all of what the people that I had been close to in church did, thinking like, Am I really going to be able to do that? So it was a mix of having, it was almost like an unhealthy mix of overconfidence of having been involved in church so much and mm -hmm. like complete and total doubt of myself because it's like, am I really the guy to do this? Um, and what I eventually have started to learn is that really both of those are lies and, and, and both of those are a little bit true in some way. Like God gave me the experience of being involved in ministry as a kid for a reason, but also I'm not the guy for the job and I'm not supposed to be the guy for the job, of mm -hmm. course, because I can't, I can't do ministry on my own strength. None of us can. So God has definitely been showing me recently that ministry is in a way you need to be equipped to do it, but yeah. that's all God's equipping. And so in that sense, it's sort of a free fall on God's grace and God's power uh, and the Holy Spirit to let him minister through you. Yeah. Um, I know you have had a lot of hands on practice of ministry, particularly this past summer working at Central Fuge. Tell us a little bit about that. How do you enjoy it? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. It was an amazing experience. So I was blessed to go to centrifuge camps um, all throughout high school, all throughout my youth group experience. Uh, first time I went was coming out of eighth grade, going into ninth grade. Um, and it really, really brought me out of my shell. And I found that every year when I went to centrifuge that God led me to ask harder and harder questions and to seek Him further and further through the Scriptures, through what was shared in Bible study, through what I heard in worship, what I heard from the camp pastors. And I just found it overall to be a great experience spiritually and a great experience for meeting new people and making Christian community within my church and with people that I would meet outside of church because that's how that's how it kind of works. Um, so I applied to work and I didn't plan on doing it this year, but the Lord worked some things out and I ended up being a Bible study leader for pretty much the entire summer. One of the most exhausting things I've ever done, I'll be completely honest, but also probably the most rewarding. I saw God do so many crazy things and kids that were in my Bible study group, kids that were in my breakout sessions, kids that were in my church groups that I got to host. Um, and I also felt the Lord definitely further confirm my call to ministry as I found myself teaching the Bible to students um, that were the age that I first started to be impacted at. Like when Fuge first started to impact me, um, I got to teach ninth and 10th graders, and that was a really, really pivotal year in youth group for me. And so getting to minister to those guys in the ways that I was ministered to at that age um, was really, really an eye-opening experience of how far God has carried me by His power, not by my own, of course. So I further felt my call to ministry confirmed by actually doing it and by all the other staff really, really encouraging me in that. Um, but really my favorite part of it, was seeing God work in the lives of the students and being yeah. able to talk with them and uh, have God use me, hopefully, in their lives and see how they have changed and grown through throughout their weeks of camp. Yeah. Is there anything particular at your time at Fuge that the Lord taught you some truths, working with teenagers, anything in particular that you know, stood out to you? Absolutely. Um, I would say that... One of the biggest things that God taught me is that students and teenagers um, are a lot more capable of understanding the deep things of God than we ever assume. Um, because the understanding of deep scriptural things is a lot to do with the Spirit teaching you that. And because any saved, any regenerate student that has the Holy Spirit within them, uh, the Holy Spirit can help them understand all of these deep truths of Scripture if we're faithful to actually teach those to mm -hmm. students and exposit the Scriptures and to be willing to share that truth with them. Um, so I, I found that as I learned things about God this summer through the Bible study and as God revealed himself to me through the Bible study material that I was teaching to the students, I found that if I shared that with my ninth and 10th grade students, they would bounce back and they would ask me harder questions than I ever imagined. Uh, mm -hmm. Middle school students, early high school students asked me harder questions than I ever thought that they would ask me. Mm -hmm. Um, questions that I would have never have thought of myself, probably. Uh, but looking back, I remember that that was an age where I had a lot of hard questions, too. And sometimes I didn't have the courage to 
vocalize them. So mm-hmm. part of what God taught me this summer about ministering to students is that you need to be willing to lead students along in learning those hard truths and be willing to teach the truth of Scripture directly as it is stated and not hold anything back. Because if we're willing to teach the truth and the whole truth of Scripture in love, even the hard things that Scripture teaches, um, God and the Holy Spirit that's within these students is going to be faithful to follow up and help them to understand those truths spiritually. Yeah. Mm. Is there anything else, you know, you, you've you grown up in student ministry, really involved in church because your dad was a pastor. You've got hands-on practical experience this past um, year in Fuge. And you said that you, you've done, like, leading worship for your youth ministry. Um, is there any, like, favorite parts of doing ministry with teenagers? I would absolutely say so, and probably my favorite part of it is getting to have one-on-one conversations with students, or even just in small groups of students, getting to open up the Word of God in a conversational setting, um, ask hard questions, answer hard questions, discuss life, um, maybe deal with some hard things that students are going through, and deal with those uh, based on Scripture. So definitely the setting that I love the most is just sitting down and having conversations with students um, because it's through those conversations both at camp this past summer and just as I was an older student in the youth group discipling some of the younger students and being able to pour into them and having been able to be poured into myself when I was a younger student in youth. Just overall the experience of having those one-on-one, loving, intentional conversations with the people that mentored and cared about me, and then being able to turn around and do that for younger students, I just, I love. I have a, yeah. I have a really, really deep love for that. Um, and so something that God has definitely taught me through doing that is to be open and to be aware of what students need and the questions that students need to ask, and in leading them into being like, hey, like, I'm here to answer questions. I'm here to talk with you one-on-one, not just in a yeah. sermon. Like, I'm going to stand up here on the stage and talk to you while you're sitting there. Like, that's not the only opportunity we have to pour the truth of Scripture into students. And that is also a favorite part of mine, of course, is standing up and teaching the Word of God. It's a beautiful thing. But I just absolutely love sitting down and talking with students. I love it. Yeah. Um, anything, you know, your dad's a minister. You know, you're a faithful godly parents um is there anything that as a teenager that they did in their parenting toward you or anything that you saw in their example of following jesus that really impacted your faith of following after jesus absolutely Corey. i would say that one of the biggest things that i saw my parents do uh for my life when i was a student that helped me out was kind of the same thing that I just got done talking about. Number one, they were always, always intentional to pour into me outside of just church with Scripture and to read me Scripture and to encourage me to read Scripture with them. Um, And I also found, second of all, that if I ever came to them with any sorts of hard questions, they would both help answer those to the best of their ability answer those scripturally based on what they found in scripture and challenge me to seek and to search for myself in scripture to Mm. back that up with what the actual word of God said and not just with what they said. Um, So my parents were 
such a such a blessing to me in the way that they discipled me in that sense of hey let's talk about it let's I'm, I want to take the time with you to sit down open up the word of God pray with you but also to encourage you to open it up yourself and to check everything that we say check everything that we talk about with what the word of God says and form your own beliefs they never tried to shove anything they believed like down my throat so to speak they never tried to force any of their beliefs on me they always encouraged me to base what i believed off of what i read in the word of god and what the holy spirit convicted me was truth last question if you could go back to 12 year old ben who's about to enter teenage years um in case we have any students listening what would be one one piece of advice or one thing that you would tw- tell twelve year old Ben as he was about to enter teenage years? Oh goodness, twelve um, year old Ben was an absolute mess. Twelve year old Ben had no idea what to expect out of <laughs> high school, no idea what to expect out of youth group. Um, I was just doing whatever got thrown at me. So, probably the biggest thing that I would tell twelve year old Ben is to chill out, to not be anxious, not to worry about everything, but also to really be intentional with how I dig into scripture and how I interact in youth group. Um be com- I would I would tell myself to be confident in myself and to make friends and to get out there, not be afraid to talk to the older students in my youth group, my peers in my youth group, because I always have found now that I've gotten older looking back in hindsight that People were not looking at me as much as I was looking at myself. Um, You always think that people are so worried about how you look, how you act, all the little bitty things you say. Yeah, as if the world revolved around you. That's what every twelve-year-old feels. You walk Um, in a room and everybody's thinking about you because you're the most important person. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, they are. (laughs) But the truth is, is that they're they're really not. And that if you're confident, if you're kind, um, and if you just reach out and are a nice person in youth group. then you'll really be able to get involved in the ministry uh, in a way like you couldn't imagine. Um, But also really, really dig into Scripture. Do not think that because you're a young student in the youth group that you can't dig into Scripture and you can't pull as much out of it as the older kids, because you can. If you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, um, dig into that Scripture, and He's going to be faithful to apply it to your heart and help you to understand it, but also don't be able, don't don't be afraid to ask Corey or ask any of the older students in your youth group questions. Don't be afraid to ask your parents questions. Um, these are people that would love to sit down with you and open up the Word of God and to really try to help you answer and find out what you believe the Word of God says regarding any questions you have. Yeah. Um, so dig in. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to talk to people. And just worry less. Uh, that is what I would tell myself because I was a re- really, really anxious kid at 12 years old. It's a difficult time. Um, yep. And I wish I had have dug in a little bit more. Yeah. I'll say that. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here and joining us. Hey, church, thank you for listening and tuning in. Please, if you see Ben in the hallways on Sunday morning or Wednesdays, uh, greet him, welcome him to our church family. Please be in prayer for our middle schoolers this weekend as we have our big mm-hmm. seven retreat. Yes. Looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Um, so thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you Sunday. Thanks, Ben, for joining us. Yes, sir. See y'all soon.